Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shots fired, bitch. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite. Got a Too Much Game podcast. Live from the Boom Boom Room once again. Uh, today's episode, I really ain't got shit to talk about. I'm really just doing this shit so I could test my roadcaster because I got my baby back. I'm so glad to have my fucking Rollcaster back. Shout out to uh, Roll Mike Corporation or whatever you call them, motherfucker. Whoever makes the Rollcaster, big shout out to them motherfuckers, man. Like, I had to send the motherfucker off because my son was fucking with it one day. And he, um, he fucking jammed a card in that motherfucker. Like, the, the memory card that keeps my shows. He tried to jam the card and he took it out. And as he tried to put it in, he put it in the wrong way. So it fucked it up. So I wasn't able to record my shows directly to the roadcaster. And that's a big fucking no-no. So, you know, I had to send that motherfucker to the corporate office to get repaired. The motherfucker wasn't gone long. So, you know, big shout out to them for bringing my shit back, you know, in a, in a timely fashion. So I could bring y'all this motherfucking content to the, the, the level of quality that, that I like to have it at that shit was a beautiful motherfucking thing but uh you know like i said today's episode is gonna be a freestyle like i I didn't really write much you know and let me not even say write much because literally if y'all be gonna be watching me in this episode usually like i'll be checking my screens you know like checking my my camera checking my notes and reading little shit off but Today, I ain't wrote a goddamn thing. Like, I literally was like, I'm going to go off the head today. Um, Today's episode, I think the one thing that I have been thinking about, as far as, like, what I might tie a lot of shit into, was, um, I guess you would call it maintenance. Like, when you would talk about, like, women who are high maintenance and... You know, like I I look at high maintenance women because I got a lot of like female friends and people who I correspond with and shit like that. You know, and the perception of a lot of women, especially women who own their shit, like women who look good, dress well, have careers, make good money, you know, shit like that. A lot of times motherfuckers perceive them as being high maintenance, you know, and to a certain extent, to a certain degree, sometimes that's true. Some women are high maintenance, you know, and some motherfuckers are more worth it than others, you know. So I think I might touch on that a little bit, you know, because like this week, like I said, it wasn't really much going on as far as like in the news that I give a fuck about at all. Like, I, 
the 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 second presidential debate happened and I was expecting to have something to talk about like I was really thinking like okay for sure you know I'm a I'm gonna do my show on how that went I I really wasn't fucking impressed my nigga like the the debate was pretty much trash my nigga you know the the one thing I, my one takeaway from the debate was the fact that they actually had a debate. It wasn't an argument. They wasn't like doing the usual screaming and hollering at each other. But the one thing that I can say is, um, motherfuckers, you know, like, you know how after the debate, they have like the little fact checker and the dude basically was like, oh, they, they both spent most of the time lying. You know, I'm like, all right, nigga, like, I don't know. This, this is another illustration of a point that I've been making from day one since the beginning of this show like neither party is stronger than the other one you know if if i gotta vote y'all already know who i'm gonna vote for but at the same time like there's no clear favorite my nigga like no neither one of these motherfuckers is showing themselves to be the stronger of the two you know they both got i would say they pluses but honestly my nigga as far as the democrat party go the the pluses that i see in the democrat party it's just the fact that they not the Republicans. You know, they 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 strength is we not Trump. That's it. Not some policy, not something that I've seen that I'm impressed with. Literally, they're not him. So if that's what you voting on, then, you know, like I always tell motherfuckers, think for yourself, you know, make decisions that's going to benefit you and, you know, yours that you love because, at the end of the day, that's the only motherfuckers got to deal with the consequences of your decisions. So when you voting, you know, if you want to vote Democrat, I'm not telling you not to, my nigga. If that's what you feel like is the smart thing to do, then do that. I'm just not. You know, like I honestly feel like as the black community, that, that shit just ain't for us. Neither party is for us. So I'm not finna tell y'all, man, we got to we gotta get Trump out. We got to vote Democrat because like I keep telling y'all, when we vote, Based on a negative, you know, we 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 coming in at a fucking disadvantage when we voting for the Democrats just because they're not the Republicans. We voting at a disadvantage. We playing right into their hands. You know, anytime you do anything based on a negative, you know, like when you deal with a man because you don't want to deal with these weak ass niggas in the street, you putting yourself at a disadvantage. You playing into the hands of the nigga who knows that you don't want to leave because you know it ain't shit out here in these streets. Like, he know you would rather deal with this bullshit than be single. So you giving away your leverage. You know, like I said, and I think episode two or three, my leverage episode, you know, the ultimate leverage in any situation is the ability to walk away. You know, so like when you in a relationship dynamic or any situation, my nigga, the ability to walk away is the ultimate form of leverage. And this is why I'm telling motherfuckers as far as this election that we could sit this vote out because this is us exercising the leverage that we have to actually sit out a vote. Because as much as you fire and brimstone niggas is talking about, oh, if, if we don't vote, Trump's going to win again. Nigga, we survived four years. We could survive four more. So at the end of the day, my nigga, I'm I'll vote for my 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 policies that I feel like should be voted on like you know like prop 22 and 
you know, all of those little things. Like I, I vote on the the props. But as far as the president, my nigga, like we could sit it out, my nigga. You know, because like I said, this is us exercising our leverage. Like this is what Ice Cube had in mind when he did this whole little thing. Like our leverage is our vote as far as the black community. So if we give it away for nothing, we give away our leverage. That's why he's saying, "Okay, we're going to put this proposal on the table. And if you can meet this proposal, if you have these things in mind for us, then we are going to give you our vote, which is what our leverage is. And that's going to in turn help us out. You know, that's the thing. Like you got to vote your actual interest. And if somebody don't have your interest, if neither party has your interest, you vote for neither. You know, like I keep telling motherfuckers, like the reason that I registered as a Republican was because the Republicans had more as far as what I wanted in my life than the Democrats did. Like, nigga, I'm a, I'm with small government, you know, low taxes. I'm a second amendment motherfucker. You know, I like to keep that thing on me. So, you know, I'm, I'm more of a conservative on some real shit, especially at the time that I, I changed my registry. I was also a Christian, you know, because I honestly feel like if you consider yourself to be a Christian, the, the Republicans really have more uh, Christian leaning values than the Democrats do, you know, so. That was what made me make that switch at the time I was a Christian. But at the same time, like as black people, like I keep telling y'all, like, nigga, just because I'm more of a conservative motherfucker, that don't mean I'm telling y'all to be. I always tell y'all do what is best for y'all. Vote on what you honestly think is best for you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You. But the reason that I, 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 I blow this horn so much... The reason that I go so hard about sitting out the vote, honestly, is because I don't see nothing from neither one of these motherfuckers that's actually going to benefit us as a group. You know, like Trump is actually listening. Like, that's the one advantage that I see Trump has. Trump, number one, at at least his his constituents sat down with Ice Cube. You know, like at least Trump. Of all the presidents that I've seen in my lifetime, he's the only motherfucker to actually say black people out loud. You know, so that's the reason that I'm more leaning that way. But as a group, as a block, as the community, as a whole, I feel like we should all just, nigga, pull our vote out. Like, you know, vote for all your local shit. Vote for, you know, the, um, you know, judges and school board and all, all that shit that you could control, all the shit that literally has direct effect on you you know the the small communities that we all live in and things of that nature yes vote on that for show for show but as far as the president fuck both of them honestly on some real shit fuck both of them i'm not flying no fucking maga flag i'm not flying no fucking uh you know blue lives matter flag because when y'all voting for uh kamala and joe biden my nigga that's a vote for the police so if you say fuck the police nigga 
you saying fuck Kamala and Biden because Biden is the crime bill and Kamala the, the motherfucking police. She said she was going to be a fucking prosecutor president, nigga. She was that bitch the police. You know, so when y'all say defund the police, why you going to go vote for the motherfuckers that want to double the funding of the police? My nigga, like, it don't make sense. You know, like, we honestly need to really look at real shit instead of looking at CNN and what the celebrities are saying. Because a lot of times, like, that's what it's looking like as far as how we vote. We vote based on what everybody else is doing. We not voting on how we thinking. We voting on how shit, you know. Oh, well, you heard what D.L. Hughley said? Oh, you, you heard what, um, I don't know, what other motherfucking Democrat goddamn celebrity is telling everybody what to do. T.I. maybe, I don't know. Like, I don't I don't let celebrities think for me, so, like, I, I really wouldn't know. But a lot of times, that's kind of how we've been voting, my nigga. Like, we've been voting because of what a rapper say. Like, that, that shit is crazy as fuck, like. You know, and, and, and to the D.L. Hughley point, D.L. Hughley low-key pissed me off with what he said about Ice Cube. Because D.L. Hughley basically was on some shit like, um, you know, well, if, if I want to talk about a good rap song or if I want to talk about some music, I'll talk to Ice Cube. But if I want to talk politics, Ice Cube's not exactly who I'm looking for. Even though, like I've been saying, you know, like every motherfucker that's, that was born before 1990 knows Ice Cube been for the people forever. If you've ever heard an Ice Cube interview, even in the early 90s, you know, he's always been a, a politically savvy person. So for a nigga like D.L. Hughley to feel like he got any more say-so politically than Ice Cube, he honestly need to shut the fuck up. Like on some real shit. Like, and you know, D.L. Hughley from my city, he from Compton. But nigga, shut the fuck up. Respectfully. Like, nigga, you have no more say as a fucking comedian, as a goddamn joke teller, then a motherfucking rapper do, my nigga. At the end of the day, y'all both entertainers. So, nigga, just cause you got a motherfucking microphone and a fucking set of headphones like I got, nigga, just because you speak like I'm speaking, that don't make you no more qualified to speak on this shit than Ice Cube. And the thing that makes DL Hughley less um qualified to speak on this shit, honestly, my nigga, is the fact that He's already a water carrier for the Democrat Party. You know, like, this is the thing, my nigga. Like, I never listen to a motherfucker whose allegiance is already uh, set in stone, my nigga. You know, like, this the thing. Like, you know, of course D.L. Hughley's going to tell anybody who want to talk to the Republicans not to because he's already a lifelong stomped down Democrat. No matter what the Democrats say, he going to ride for the Democrats. So I'm not finna listen to you knowing damn well that no matter what the Democrats got to offer, you gonna ride for them. Like, that's ass motherfucking backwards, my nigga. Like, I'm going for who's going for us. You know, with whichever party got something for us, I'm going for that. You know, because I see a lot of people saying, oh, you know, Trump is, is making these promises and he's not gonna back them up. Nigga, I'd rather have a motherfucker that at least make the promise than a motherfucker who gonna promise me not to do shit in the first motherfucking place. Like... That's the thing. Like, at, at the least, he's at least saying the nigga gonna listen, at least saying he gonna do some shit. The Democrat Party is just like, yeah, holler at us after we win. You know, like, nigga, at the end of the day, after y'all win, that's our leverage. After y'all win, we gotta wait four years because y'all got what y'all want. You know, like, this is like in the situation of 
when you fucking with a person in a relationship dynamic, like we always say, as far as men and women's interactions with each other sexually in relationships and things of that nature. Women, once you give up the pussy, you gave up your leverage. After he fucked you, now he got what he wants. So he's no longer in a position where he got to be with the with the finessing and the finagling. And we all know that shit. Any motherfucker with any little stitch of game, my nigga. We all know that. You know, and I'm not telling women to withhold sex in order to get, you know, uh, financial benefits out of men. But at the same time, like this is something that we all have a, a genuine understanding of. You know, like a lot of times once a man get the pussy, that's when you realize who he really is. You know, a man always going to be the greatest motherfucker on the planet when y'all first start talking. When he trying to get the pussy, he opening doors, he pulling out chairs. He's being the, the best version of himself in order to get what he want from you. And then once he get what he want from you, then you realize what the motherfucker really about. You know, and a lot of times, like with each party, like with the Democrats, like I keep on saying, when the Republicans run, they usually run on policy. And a lot of times the reason that the Republicans don't really campaign very hard to the black community is because 99% of the time, and, and we showing our fucking hand right now with this Ice Cube shit, they know that it's like fighting a losing battle, my nigga. You know, it's like, as a nigga, you going to talk to the bitch who you know don't even like your ass. She ain't even looking at your ass. She ain't even made no eye contact. She ain't even tripping off you. Like, you not even finna shoot your shot hard at a bitch who already done looked at her feet when you start approaching her. And that's what we do as the black community. When the, the Republicans want to come at us with something, even if, if it's just a, a, a offer, we already looking at them like, oh, y'all racist. We don't want to hear what y'all got to say. Ice Cube go to meet with him. He a coon. You know, like I like I said, I get the whole shit with uh, Kanye West because Kanye West came in on some coon shit. He walked up cooning. He was tap dancing on his way to Trump's office. So I get that. But Ice Cube, a nigga with a strong track record, like my nigga, the, the least we could have did was see what the fuck he had going on. Because I get it. You know, like uh, Donnie from the, Dim the Diamond Lounge podcast, you know, we had a little short debate on my Instagram comments about it. You know, because I was telling motherfuckers, like, if y'all mad at Ice Cube just because y'all Democrats, shut the fuck up. You know, like a lot of us like to quote Malcolm X. A lot of us like to try to fly the Malcolm X flag and. You know, oh, I'm, I'm more Malcolm X than, than Martin Luther King. I'm militant and all this bullshit. But the thing is, my nigga, Malcolm X, one of his speeches that I always reference on this show, that's one of my favorite speeches of his, is the ballot or the bullet. You know, and to paraphrase the ballot or the bullet or to, you know, put it put a little bow on it, give you the, the, the short version. Basically, what he was talking about in the ballot or the bullet is as black people, as a block, we don't need to have no loyalty to no one party. We don't need to be, oh, I'm, I'm a Democrat or, oh, I'm a Republican. It just need to be I'm black. If you are a follower of Malcolm X or anything Malcolm X has ever said, you should be registered as an independent. Like me, I'm an independent. You know, like I said, I, I switched from Democrat. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Too Republican, but I, I switched from Republican to independent about two or three years ago. So I'm really independent. But the thing is, my my views are still somewhat conservative. I might not talk like that. You know, like I tell motherfuckers all the time, like I just talk and look like this, my nigga. But at the end of the day, my nigga, I'm a motherfucking conservative. I ain't no MAGA nigga. You know, I ain't got no fucking Confederate flag behind me, my nigga. I got goddamn Easy e behind me, my nigga. You know, I'm a real nigga. Like, I'm from Compton, man. I'm from Nutty Block Crip, my nigga. I'm from, you know, I'm with all that shit. But politically, I'm conservative, my nigga. Like, I believe in the Second Amendment. I believe in smaller government. I believe in tax cuts, my nigga. I believe in fiscal responsibility. I believe in everybody doing their own shit for their own fucking interests, my nigga. Like, I, I believe in that shit. But a lot of us as black people, nigga, like we don't even really know what a lot of these candidates be having to offer. We just be voting because motherfuckers say, well, I'm a Democrat. My mama was a Democrat. I think the Democrats is for us. You know, we on welfare and shit. So, you know, I'm fucking with the Democrats or the Democrats go on fucking breakfast club and do some dancing and play some saxophones and, you know, do all that bullshit. And we like, oh, that's who I'm voting for. Kamala Black. Kamala the police, my nigga. A black cop. I don't even consider to be a black person. On some real shit. You know, like, nigga, I, I, I don't look at who's black when it come to this type of shit because that's a trick bag, my nigga. Like, that's literally what the Trojan horse was in those old fucking Roman tales or whatever the fuck that shit was. Like, they give you something that looks like a gift that's really some bullshit on the back end. And that's what I look at Kamala Harris as. You know, she's a sister, quote unquote. But when you look at you know what she got going on, what she has to offer us. It's nothing. It's a big fat motherfucking pair of handcuffs for your black ass. She the police, my nigga. And she she's unapologetic about it, honestly. But the thing is, once we see a black face, we stop listening. Like once they start talking, all we hear is peaches, roses and goddamn Frankie Beverly and May's happy feelings. Like, we don't really be listening to the policy. We don't really be looking at what the motherfucker got as far as, like, what their record is. We don't be looking at what a motherfucker actually gonna do because, like, with the whole fucking crime bill shit. You know, like, this is where I feel like Donald Trump and um, Joe Biden are at a stalemate. You know, when it comes to that 94 crime bill, nigga, that shit happened, my nigga, and that was him. You can go back and listen to a bunch of shit that Joe Biden said, and Joe Biden... Nigga, Joe Biden just as racist as Trump, my nigga. Like, y'all really think just because this nigga was standing next to fucking Barack Obama all that time, he he any less racist? Like, 
I, I, I really look at him as just as racist as Trump. He just better at hiding it. Like I said on my last motherfucking episode, my nigga, just because a motherfucker say black lives matter, just because a motherfucker say they going to denounce white supremacy, you could denounce white supremacy out your mouth all the fuck you want to. But if all your policies are uh, reinforcing white supremacy, then what the fuck does that matter, my nigga? You know, like I said, like as, as black people, like we really got to stop working for compliments. We got to stop voting for compliments. We really need to be like, okay, nigga, what you got for us? Okay, nothing? Cool, I ain't going to vote for you. And if both sides say nothing, cool, I'm not going to vote for either side, my nigga. You know, and this is what Malcolm X was preaching. He was preaching, nigga, if they ain't got nothing for you, fuck them. Don't say, oh, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Democrat. No, you're not a Democrat. You a black person. Because the Democrat Party got stuff for white people. The Republican Party got stuff for white people. So they can be Democrats and Republicans because when they look at the ballot, when they are listening to these debates, they listening for what a motherfucker got for them. When when they say the American people, nigga, they mean white people, my nigga, because you don't never hear a white person say I'm a white American. You don't hear no white person say I'm a German American. I'm a European American. I'm a fucking uh, a Swiss American. They just say they American. But us as black people. Even though we we been here, we African-American, we Jamaican-American. We got to hyphenate our shit, even though we just as American as them, even though I feel like we more American than them because we built this bitch. Like, come on, my nigga. Wrong button. But fuck it. I'm still flowing like my nigga. Like, that's the thing. Like, we got to hyphenate our shit. So we we still treat it as less than American. But until we get our shit together politically. You know, until we start moving as, you know, a unit politically, which like I keep on saying, we don't got to get along. We ain't got to like each other. We ain't got to love each other. Nigga, we can have debates. You know, we, we can have disagreements and shit like that. But at the same time, like, nigga, we need a mission. Like, we need a real united mission. Like, th- this is what we need. This is what we looking for. Like, this is what you have to offer us. If you don't got nothing for us, fuck you. Get the fuck out our face. You know, we might like you and shit, but you can get the fuck out my face. You know, like this is something like when you go to a car lot and them motherfuckers don't got the price you like. You know, when you talking to a woman and she not on the same shit you on and she ain't got nothing. You know, like she, she on some bullshit, you know, get the fuck out my face respectfully. Like, you know, I, I had a nice time. This this day went cool. But once you told me you didn't suck dick, check, please. You know, let me get your tip and we're going to get the fuck up out of here because you don't got what I want. You know, and this is the thing as as black people, like we really got to start moving like that. Like, okay, what do you have for us? And we're going to listen to both sides, just like Ice Cube did. He went to the Democrats. They told him, eat a dick. We the Democrats. We got the black vote any motherfucking way. He went to the Republicans and the Republicans was like, hmm. We could use some extra votes. What's up, nigga? What you, what you what you looking for? What you need? You know, because I understand, you know, I get what everybody is saying as far as all. They just going to say they going to do something and they ain't going to do it. Guess who else does that, my nigga? The motherfucking Democrats. Got the right button that time. I told y'all I just got my motherfucking roadcaster back, so I'm still working the kinks out. But on some real shit, my nigga. Like we, we got to start looking at shit in that way. 
What do you have for us? We're going to listen to both sides. Because like I keep on fucking saying, my nigga, if you're not willing to listen to everybody, what everybody got to offer, my nigga, keep Malcolm X name out your motherfucking mouth. Because this is what Malcolm X was talking about, my nigga. Malcolm X was saying we not loyal to neither party. Nigga, we going off of what the fuck you got to offer us. You know, and Malcolm X on some real shit was like, fuck them, fuck voting. We just going to do what the fuck we going to do. Malcolm X told y'all, nigga, fuck, fuck the vote, period. And that's the thing, my nigga, like, nigga, y'all niggas want to vote, nigga. You going to have to vote on what the fuck is for you. And if ain't shit for you, don't motherfucking vote. And that's the thing. And that's where we be fucking up at. You know, instead of us saying, all right, what you got? Now, what you got? We say, all right, Democrats, we're going to vote for you. Republicans, fuck y'all. Oh, you got something for us? Nah, fuck y'all. We voting for the Democrats. And that's why the Republicans rarely even offer us shit because they know I, I, I'm, I'm shooting at a, a, a moving target. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get at somebody who don't fucking want me. And this is something that I talk about on this show, my nigga. Like, if a bitch don't want you, nigga, fuck her. Don't even go after her. Don't even speak to her motherfucking ass. You know, like I said in uh, the episode, I don't usually do this, my nigga. Like, when I approach women, nigga, I, I look at how they looking at me as I'm walking up. If if I'm getting some, some soft choosing, if I'm getting some energy, if she giving me some rhythm, like, you know, she see me walking up, and I could tell she waiting on me to come speak, I'm going to speak. But if I start approaching her and she immediately look at her shoes or look away or try to start walking away, I'm going to fucking push in a whole nother direction because I'm obviously wasting my time. And that's what it comes. That's how the Republicans look at us as as a party. When they come in to say something to us, it's kind of like, hey, y'all, we got something for y'all. And we already like, Mm-mm, nope, Trump, you're a racist. Nope, you're a racist. You're I don't give a fuck, my nigga. Both of them racist. But I just want to know which one got something for me. And if neither does, that's cool, too. I just won't vote. You know, because a lot of times, nigga, Asians as a group don't really vote a lot. You know, there's there's groups in the United States that don't really vote a lot. And them motherfuckers is flourishing because they focused on them. This is what the ballot of the bullet was about from Malcolm X focusing on us. You know, doing our motherfucking due diligence to circulate our money in our own communities. Look out for ourselves. Take care of ourselves. Start businesses. Support our businesses and things like that. Fuck waiting for the president to help us. Fuck waiting for a party to help us. We got to help us. You know, like that's the shit that we got to be moving on. All this. We got to go vote. 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 Vote for what? When niggas tell me we got to go vote, we got to go vote. Vote for what? We got to get Trump out of here. Why? Oh, he he been doing all this shit. He a motherfucking racist. Look at the country. Country fucked up. I'm doing great, my nigga. Honestly, the, the, the country fucked up. I'm doing very well. I understand like y'all niggas feel like he, he fumbled through the whole pandemic shit. But... I don't know if Biden would have done any better, my nigga. Biden ain't showing me shit. Every time them motherfuckers have a debate, Biden don't show me shit. Biden be having the perfect opportunity to just sit there and let Trump bury himself. And instead of letting Trump bury himself, he jump in a hole with him. 
So, you know, Biden don't don't seem no smarter than Trump to me, my nigga. He talked that shit, but he been talking that shit his whole motherfucking career and he ain't done shit. But the crime bill. Nigga, that's that's the one thing you famous for, fucking black people. But we still want to vote for this nigga. Every time he get on a platform where he can speak to black people, he say some disrespectful shit. But we still want to vote for him out of fear for Trump. You know, and like when I bring this back to relationship dynamics, it's just like your toxic ass boyfriend. And you be getting ready to leave him and you be on your way out the door and he be like, you ain't going to be able to find nobody to love you as much as I do. And what you do, turn your dumb ass around and hang out with this bum ass nigga because you scared of what's out there in the street. And that's what we doing. Motherfucker so scared of Trump, we going to run to the toxic ass Democrat Party who ain't never done shit for us. Who ain't going to do shit for us. Who haven't laid out no plan of nothing for us. You know, like with fucking, uh, what's the name? Like with, with, with Kamala. They asked Kamala, what you going to do for black people? And she just was like, mm, nothing. You know, what I'm going to do is going to help everybody, not just black people. Fuck y'all. And that's how they always run. You know, with the, the Republicans, it'd be the same way. But this one election, Trump is actually at least saying, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to help you. I got this platinum plan. Whether or not you feel like it's bullshit, what's the Democrat plan? What 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 are they offering better than the platinum plan? Honestly, like if you ain't got no answer for that, then why you voting for them? Like on some on some real shit like that's that's the shit that, that, that I'm wondering, my nigga, like that's the shit that I really be pondering. When it comes to black people and how we move politically. Like what why is it that we are willing to vote for somebody that's saying they ain't gonna do shit for us over a motherfucker who even if you feel like they haven't done shit for us. If neither party gonna do shit, then what makes the other one better? Because they got a a a woman who play black when she around y'all. Because when she around Indian, she says she Indian. You know, when when you catch her around white people, she she's all type of mixes and shit. She she a bowl of gumbo when white people is around. But when she with us, she played that sister girl. I went to a black college bullshit. And me, I feel like that shit is fucking disrespectful. You know, like I tell motherfuckers on this show all the time, I'm I'm one way. Every time you see me, I talk like this to everybody. I sound like this to everybody. Like I don't. You know, nothing against code switching because I understand the importance of the ability to speak a certain way around certain people. But I don't like a motherfucker to feel like they got a code switch for me. When the way you really talk is one way. Talk like that when you talk to me. Don't talk like, uh, hey, y'all, what's up, y'all? This the Democrat Party, y'all. We get your booty to the pole, y'all. Nigga, you can talk to me like you talk to them, nigga. I speak English too, my nigga. Like, you ain't got to hip-hop it up for me, my nigga. You ain't got to hit me with the, the razzle-dazzle when you talk to me, my nigga. Only thing you need to be talking about when you talk to me is what the fuck you got for me. Like, and, and that's the fuck it, my nigga. Like, I don't I don't like that stupid-ass shit. I don't like you, hey, bro, brother, man, yo, 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 homie, yo. I don't like that shit. Like, I honestly feel disrespected when they do that shit. You know, and the Republicans like them motherfuckers like, look, nigga, this is what we got, my nigga. This is our policy. This is what we going to do. You like it? No. All right. And that's it. 
I want everybody to come at me like that, my nigga. Like, I don't need your ass to come hit me with the commercials and the, the fake swag and I got hot sauce and bitch. You ain't had hot sauce for them motherfuckers. You don't come up to the white radio stations with a surfboard under your motherfucking arm. You come to the motherfuckers with policy. You come to the motherfuckers with tangibles. You come to them motherfuckers actually talking about what the fuck you going to be talking about. So don't come to me with that dumb shit because I'm not no dumb motherfucker. Like they like to come at us with the BET bullshit. They don't come at them with that shit. The motherfuckers don't go on fucking uh, white platforms and try to play rock music or fucking Katy Perry and shit. Them motherfuckers come like, yeah, you know, I'm Joe Biden and this is what I'm going to do. And this, these are my policies. When it comes to us, the motherfuckers want to play some rap songs and pull some strippers out and shit. Like, like that's what the black community is into. And that's the thing. Like, and we voting for this shit. Like we, we running to go vote for that shit. That shit disrespectful as fuck, my nigga. You know, like, and it's crazy because I, when I originally, like I told y'all, I'm freestyling, my nigga, I ain't wrote shit. I ain't got nothing on, no, nothing on paper, nothing on my little notes that I usually do because I kind of wanted to discuss like high fucking maintenance women and shit. But I think I might have to like say that and do that shit like next week or something. Or if that shit flows in, I'll talk about that shit. But, you know, like, when it comes to politics, a lot of times, like, I could I could just go on and on when it comes to that shit. Like, I'm kind of, I was kind of hoping somebody would get in these motherfucking comments and see if they had something contrary to what the fuck I've been saying. You know, because shout out to my nigga Tony Red 718A who been commenting, uh, you know, Kid Gravity Beyond, you know, on Candy 26's. You know, my brother Trail, like, you know, motherfuckers in the comments kind of agreeing. And like I always tell y'all, like, nigga, I'm I'm open to disagreement. I'm open to a motherfucker feeling like something that I'm saying is incorrect. Because if you honestly feel like something that I'm saying is wrong, my nigga, make me right, my nigga. Fact check me. Hold me accountable, my nigga. Like, I'm, I'm not above accountability, dog. If it's something that I'm saying that you feel ain't right, nigga, please, by all means, nigga, tell me where I'm wrong at. Because I'd I'd love to be correct when I'm speaking, my nigga. Like, I have a platform. I have people who listen to me. And I don't want to give no false information. So if something I'm saying is false, my nigga, please tell me. You know, because it's nothing malicious, my nigga. Like, I'm not above criticism. I'm not above a motherfucker telling me, hey, man, that wasn't right what you said. All right, for sure. You know, and I literally come back and apologize because I'm waiting for, you know, this little situation between Meg and Tori, you know, to come to light. Because I've been calling Tori a bitch a thousand miles an hour. And if it come out that that nigga didn't shoot her, nigga, I got some apologizing to do. If it honestly comes out that that, that motherfucker didn't shoot her, the gun fell, hit the flow, and she got hit, or another motherfucker shot her, or she just blowing it up and lying and all of that shit, my nigga, then I'm going to have to come on this motherfucker and apologize to this nigga because I've been calling him a punk-ass bitch. And if he didn't do it, then, you know, my bad. But I'm not above that, my nigga. Like, I'm not above accountability. I'm not above being wrong. I've been wrong before. I probably done came on this show and been wrong as a motherfucker. I don't know, because ain't nobody said shit, but it's possible. You know, but I'm not above that. Like, I don't come in here with these sunglasses on talking this shit because I feel like I'm 100% perfect and 100% correct in everything that I say. 
I just come in this motherfucker and say what I feel. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner from my perspective you know based on my experiences and shit and i'm relaying it to y'all in a way that i hope helps y'all you know the reason that i be going so hard when it comes to this political shit is because you know like the shit is kind of important you know it is it's of I, I wouldn't say minimal importance but in an election like this one like i don't look at this one as any more important than any other one you know like everybody is so like we got to get trump out we got to get trump out we got to get trump out and i ain't do bad under him my nigga so you know i'm 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 indifferent when it comes to that like a lot of times when it comes to me and what will make me go run to the polls is if i feel like the the president gonna put us in world war three because on some real shit when trump was running that first time I was like, man, I hope this motherfucker don't win. God damn, I do not want this motherfucker Trump in office. Fuck that shit. As much as I didn't like Hillary, I didn't want Trump in office because I honestly felt like we was going to end up in World War III. I, I'm, I'm really pleasantly surprised at how he's doing, honestly, because as fucked up as, as we feel shit is right now, I felt like it was going to be way worse. I thought one of these motherfuckers was going to drop a nuke on our motherfucking ass with Trump in office. Because we know how Trump get down. Trump moved like a nigga. You know, I said that shit on Twitter when the motherfucker got elected, my nigga. We had the first black president in 2008. But this year, we had the first nigga president. Trump is the first nigga in office. Trump is white. But you know how y'all be saying nigga mean ignorant, nigga mean this, nigga mean that. And we all, we all know a nigga. You know, uh, Chris Rock broke down the difference between black people and niggas. Trump is a nigga. Trump, the definition. Tr- Trump is everything. When you look up nigga in the dictionary, it it describes Trump. Trump got multiple baby mamas. He be cheating on all of them. He grab bitches by the pussy. He hang out with rappers. He spends his money on dumb shit. He don't speak well. He just say what the fuck is on his mind. He don't think before he speak. He's a nigga. He leads with money. Everything I think of when I think of niggas, Trump is all that shit. Trump a nigga. And I'm not saying that shit in no like good uh way. I'm not saying this in no endearing way. Like I'm not trying to make y'all like Trump. By saying he's a nigga, I'm not saying he's like us because I do feel like he's a fucking racist. I do feel like he don't like black people. I do feel like he looks at black people negatively, but he don't like niggas, but he is a nigga. And full disclosure to the people who are only listening on the audio platforms, a lot of times when I hit that bomb. It's just because I want to take a sip, nigga. My motherfucking throat be dry, be getting parched and shit. Lips be getting ashy. So sometimes, like, I'll hit that bomb for dramatic effect. Like, I really said some dope shit. And really, I'm just thirsty. 
Because on some for real, nigga, for real, for real, I honestly feel like I'm saying dope shit throughout the whole show. If I'm wrong, y'all could tell me. But you know, I, I be dropping the bomb like I said some shit that was any doper than anything else I said, and I just be thirsty. But yeah, like as far as Trump go, my nigga, like Trump sucks. I'm not saying he's the greatest. I'm not saying, you know, I'm aware fucking Red Maggot had none of that shit. You know, but as far as like Biden and Harris, like I just don't see them as any better. And and this is the thing. Every time I had these debates with people, every time we have these little um, quote unquote disagreements, you know, I, I'm always like, OK, so so what is it that makes them better than him other than not being him? Because I completely understand not liking the person, but I don't like to debate opinions. I like to debate facts. Like y'all don't have no facts to back up a lot of this shit. A lot of this shit is is speculation. You know, a lot of this shit is based on how you think some shit look, how you feel about some shit. Like I, I don't look at nothing that the Democrat Party is offering as any better for us than what the Republicans are offering, my nigga. Because like I said, I, I take an offer that I think might possibly be a lie over something that ain't even on the table. Like what what are these magical things that y'all really think that the Democrat Party are gonna do, even though they haven't said they're gonna do anything? Like that's the thing, my nigga. Like they they literally haven't put anything on the table that's for us. Yet we're running the vote for them. For God knows what, my nigga. Like, we mad at Ice Cube for speaking to somebody who at least was willing to have the conversation. For what? Because if the Democrat Party said, nigga, we not even going to sit down with you, my nigga. We, we don't give a fuck what you got to say. But the Republicans actually at least sat down and said, nigga, well, okay, well, what's up? What you want? You know, well, what, what we got to do to get this vote? Like, nigga, I'm going for... Who the fuck actually was willing to sit down and have a conversation, my nigga? Like me, I don't have no political loyalty. I'm not loyal to the Democrats and I'm not loyal to the Republicans. I'm loyal to me. So whoever got something for me, that's what my loyalty is, my nigga. You know, it's just like back in the day when, when I was a player, when I was single. Nigga, I'm hanging out with the bitch that's fucking. I'm not hanging out with the bitch that's pretty. You know, and I think that a lot of times that's our problem politically. We want to fuck with the bitch that's pretty and not the bitch that's fucking. You know, if I just really want to put it in real nigga terms that real niggas could understand. We all know, you know, and this might tie in a little bit and give y'all 15 minutes of this shit. Like when it comes to, you know, the high, high maintenance woman, you know, and not even high maintenance in the sense of that. But, you know, like I just said. You got the woman that's pretty and you got the woman that's fucking. You want to be fucking with the woman that's fucking because that's beneficial to you. Like I said, when you fuck with who like you, it's beneficial. But when you fuck with who you like, it could cost you money. You know, when you fucking with the woman that's pretty, when you fucking with the woman that's fly, you know, and all that good old shit, that's going to take some effort. That's going to take you actually having to jump out of your comfort zone and do something. That might cost you some money. That's going to cost you some time. That's going to cost you actually having to put forth real effort to get with the pretty girl. But the girl that's fucking, 
Nigga, you ain't got to do shit special. All you got to do is be you. All you got to do is do what you was going to do anyway. And the pussy is yours. You know, and, and this is how I look at this shit politically. You know, like I'm I'm not even finna tie that shit in because, you know, like I'm I'm all for the the high maintenance woman. You know, I'm I'ma speak on that probably next episode. I think I think I'ma wanna develop that thought a lot more. Like at first I was really finna get down with that shit, but I I think I'm I'ma do that one later. I'ma save that one. But like as far as like when it comes to these parties, like we we gotta fuck with who's fucking with us. We gotta fuck with who has something tangible for us. We gotta fuck with who got something to offer for us. You know, like we we can't be moving goofy. So, you know, as far as like the 15 minutes of what I said I was going to talk about, we are going to completely separate this motherfucking contact. Contextually, I'm I'm breaking these motherfuckers apart. Politics over there, my nigga. The first 45 minutes of this episode was politics. Now I'm finna get into this shit. So I don't want you niggas associating this shit, you know, like when I was talking about the the woman that's fucking and then the woman that's pretty. Right. As far as when it comes to pretty women, when it comes to women who are fly. You that's who you really want to go for in the long run. You know, like you got women in the the dating game who, like I say, you go where you celebrate it, not tolerate it. You go for the woman that's choosing. You always go first for for those who are choosing. You know, but in the long run, a lot of times, what's better for you is going to be the one that took some effort. You know, and I'm I'm not pushing niggas trying to chase no women, be thirsty over no women, go harder than you got to go for no woman. But at the same time, like the women who really worth it are going to be the ones who might you know, really make you work for that shit. You know, a, a, a lot of the women who are the, you know, higher maintenance, if you would like to call it maintenance, because on some real shit, it's more than maintenance, my nigga. They hard to attain and maintain. You know, a lot of times the the, the best women in your life are going to be the ones that's going to make you work. The ones that's going to make you actually put forth some effort, spend some time. You know, they're going to make you dress better when you around them. They're going to make you come at them better. You know, like, and this is life in general. Like, anything worth having is worth working for. You know, women as well. You know, because like with me, I've been married going on 12 motherfucking years. Most of the women who I fucked with in my life before my wife, it was all easy money. You know, most of the women who I fucked with, because I've always moved like this. Like, I've always fucked with the women who like me. Like, if, if you was fucking with me, it was because you probably approached me or when I approached you, you was with it before I even walked up. You know, like I said, I could tell as I walked up to the woman that it was a go already. And that was who I went for. I always went for the woman who was fucking. I never really went for the one who was pretty. Even though I fucked some pretty women, because sometimes the pretty woman was fucking, I always went for the one who I knew was fucking. You know, but when it came to me looking for the one that I was going to make my wife, I had to go for the one that I feel like was going to require that of me. You know, like when it comes to anything in life, my nigga, 
a lot of times you're going to have to go for the thing that's the harder to attain, you know, because just like um, uh, uh, the simplest of the simple concepts, my nigga, like it's easy to make minimum wage. Everybody offer minimum wage. You can go anywhere and get minimum wage, my nigga. But it takes effort for you to make six or seven figures. It takes effort for you to become rich. It takes effort for you to have anything that's actually real valuable. You know, and this goes with women a lot of times. You know, like a lot of men are turned off by quote unquote high maintenance women. A lot of men are quote unquote intimidated by high maintenance women. And a lot of times on some real shit, a lot of these women just look more high maintenance than they actually are. You know, a lot of times when it comes to women that are high maintenance, high maintenance ain't a price tag, not financially anyway. You know, like a lot of the women who I consider to be high maintenance, it's not a dollar amount when it comes to fucking with them. It's an effort amount. You know, it's the amount of, you know, time you got to put in to fuck with them. Like, they not just finna go for you hitting them up after 10 o'clock every night. They not just finna go for you fucking with them when you want to fuck with them. When you fucking with a real quality woman, you really got to make her that the priority. Like, you could be doing this, but you with her. You could be doing this for this motherfucker, but you doing this for her. Like, you know, that's that's what's required when you fucking with a, a real quality woman. You know, like fucking with these punk ass bitches, that shit is easy. When you fucking with weak ass bitches, like you can really come at a weak bitch with anything. Like you can come at a weak bitch with McDonald's and dick and she be down for it. You can come at a weak bitch like, bitch, I got a bottle of say and a blunt. Let me pull up and she going to be like, cool. But when you fucking with a quality woman, she like, nigga, where are we going? Like you can't hit no quality woman with the I'm finna pull up. You ain't going to hit no quality woman with, oh, where you at? Or every time y'all talk, it's what you doing? 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 You up? Why you still up? Let me come over. Like, you can't come at no quality woman like that, my nigga. You know, and like I said, you ain't got to take no quality woman to motherfucking Red Lobster, no boo. You ain't got to take a quality woman on no super expensive ass motherfucking date. Nigga, you could take a fucking quality woman, my nigga, to the fucking nigga to, to a, a restaurant with a nice atmosphere like a fucking cheesecake factory, get coffee and dessert and just have some good ass conversation and she'll be down with that shit, my nigga. Like a, a quality woman is more in the atmosphere and energy than monetary things. And that's what a lot of niggas got fucked up when it comes to quality women, my nigga. Like y'all niggas really think like, oh, man. I got to get all this money to talk to a quality woman. Like I got to, I got to drive a fucking Mercedes. I got to get a fucking, uh, a BMW. I got to pick her up in a Maserati. Then I got to have a limo driver. And then I got to fucking take her to the most expensive restaurant. And I got to save up some money. No, nigga, you can take her ass on a fucking picnic to a nice park. That's quiet. Have you some good ass conversation about what the fuck y'all plan on doing for the next five years. And she'd be with that, my nigga. You know, and this is dying pieces, women who got money, nigga, all across the spectrum, my nigga. Like, I ain't never had no problem with no beautiful woman. Like, nigga, I, I done had some women who were, were beautiful. They had money and all that shit. 
And what they fucked with the most about me is the fact that I'm me. You know, it wasn't my financial situation because I fucked with beautiful women that had money when I was flat broke. Literally no job, nothing going on. But, you know, I I know how to treat a woman. I know how to speak to a woman. You know, I know how to treat a woman like she's a priority. Like, I know how to actually pay attention when I'm speaking to a woman. Like, you don't just talk to her and wait for her to stop so you can start talking. You actually listen to what the fuck she got to say and then reply based on what she said. Like, you got to be able to fucking communicate. You got to be able to motherfucking understand when she's saying something. You know, like, you can't be having these motherfucking wild eyes looking around and shit like you looking for the next motherfucking woman while you sitting here talking to her. You know, like, a, a, a quality woman wants to feel like the priority. You know, the best thing you can do when you're dealing with a quality woman is to treat her like she's a quality woman. And this ain't just tricking money. You know, this ain't just being a motherfucking sucker or being a clown or wasting compliments and none of that stupid ass shit. Because you don't even have to fucking be dropping compliments all day. Like, you don't have to be like, hey, beautiful, how you doing, gorgeous? Hey, lovely. Oh, my God, you just you're just so radiant. You're so beautiful. Oh, my God. Oh, you're so perfect. No, my nigga, just talk to her like she a fucking human being, my nigga. Like, if you feel the need to compliment her, do so. Because everybody likes compliments. Everybody likes validation. But at the same time, like, you don't got to go OD. Like, you ain't got to, you know, blow that shit out of proportion. Because at that point, now you look thirsty. Now you look like a fucking sucker. And you don't want to get put into that, that sucker category. You know, so be complimentary, but don't go too hard on that shit. But when it comes to fucking high quality women, my nigga, like, you know, you you can't be afraid to do a little more than usual. You know, just like anything in life, dog, like, you know, there there's going to be some things in life that you're going to have to go a little harder for. You're going to have to, you know, get, give a little extra little push to get certain shit in life, my nigga. And it ain't nothing wrong with that, you know, because anything worth having is worth working for especially a good woman because the the main point as far as the work you got to put in for a good woman my nigga like you know like i always talk about my nigga the the reciprocity of the situation you know when when you got a good woman my nigga that's gonna be beneficial to your ass like having a good woman is gonna help you leaps and bounds my nigga like a, a good woman everything that Happen in my life a lot of times as far as like my adulthood a lot of the reason that i'm in such a good position in my life is my wife like having a, a good woman put me in a far better situation than i would have been in without one you know so when it comes to you approaching a real quality woman like a lot of times that should be part of your motivation and what makes you want to go so hard to acquire and attain and maintain having a quality woman. Like when you got a real good woman in your corner, you know, because, you know, the 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 other side of the coin, you know, there's a big ass difference between high quality, high value, and then just high price. You know, because you do have women out there who ain't shit. They just expensive. You do have women out there who they ain't really got shit to offer. All they got is a bunch of motherfucking requirements. But the thing is, as the man, you should know the difference. You know, I tell motherfuckers all the time, my nigga, like, nigga, you know when you're dealing with a bitch that ain't shit. Especially depending on her reaction to your benevolence. 
Like if you take her on a nice date and she just on something like, hmm, you know, it is what it is. Then you know you dealing with a motherfucker that that ain't on shit. You know, because I'm 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 big on energy. You know, like I always tell motherfuckers, like I don't lead with expensive shit. Like even when I'm dealing with a a, a gorgeous woman who who has money and all of that type of shit. Like if I'm taking a, a, a woman on a date, like the first date, like let's just say hypothetically, I'm gonna paint y'all niggas a picture. Like I'm talking to a woman and she tell me, Oh yeah, um, you know, I just I just passed the bar. I'm a lawyer. You know, I, I finished school two years ago. You know, I'm, I'm a practicing legal professional. You know, I'm, I'm making I'm making good money. You know, I make three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. You know, and I'm going to take this three hundred fifty thousand dollar a year woman on a date, my nigga. I might take her to Cheesecake Factory, my nigga. And at Cheesecake Factory, nigga, we're going to have, you know, some some dessert and some fucking coffee or like a glass of wine. And we just go have conversation, my nigga. Like, I'm not finna try to impress her with the type of money that I have because at the end of the day, she don't need my money. She got her own money. So I don't got to lead with finances, my nigga. I'm leading with conversation. I'm going to take her on a nice-ass walk, and we going to talk. Everything that I do as far as trying to court this woman is going to be based on showing her that I'm the type of man that she needs to be fucking with because the finances a lot of times when it comes to dealing with a lot of women in, in these times, a lot of these women got money. They don't need your motherfucking money. Yes, they want you to be able to provide, but at the end of the day, like they don't need your paper. Like they don't need for you to whine and dine they motherfucking ass with all this, this shit. Like nigga, you could just take them to a restaurant with a nice motherfucking atmosphere. My nigga, like, you know, like, I don't know. Rosie, she talking about fucking uh that she clowning the cheesecake factory. I'm just saying in general, like a place with a nice atmosphere. Like you know, my cheesecake factories in California pretty nice, dog. My bad, but I'm just saying in general, when you taking a woman somewhere, take her somewhere with a nice atmosphere, where y'all can have a motherfucking conversation. Like it, it ain't gotta be the most expensive place. It just gotta be somewhere nice, my nigga. Like, you know, I'm not saying Denny's and no shit like that. I'm just saying somewhere that's pretty cool. Like somewhere where y'all could really have a cool conversation, you know, really talk about who y'all are as people. You know, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, where do you see this relationship going between me and you? Like, what, where, where are we doing? What are we going? Like, what do you really have to offer? You know, like, these are the things that... When you're dealing with a quality woman, like, this is the kind of shit you're going to have to have. Or let me say, this this is the type of shit you got to lead with when you're dealing with a quality woman. Like, you can't just say, oh, I got a, I got a Mercedes, I got a BMW, I got a good job, because they can get that anywhere. A quality woman could get a nigga with money any motherfucking way. A quality woman could get a, a, a nigga who's just a rich douchebag anywhere. You know, so you got to separate yourself from the pack. With actually being a good motherfucking person. Like you actually got to have something to offer outside of dick and money. Because as men, we all got dick and money. Like that's that's what, what we got in spades, my nigga. Dick and money is every motherfucking where. But good conversation, not everywhere. You know, good chemistry, not every motherfucking where. You know, good people ain't every motherfucking where. You know, and that's the sad part, like. 
you know, all these motherfuckers on this motherfucking planet and a, a lot of the motherfuckers who I talk to, like as far as single women, you know, like it, it's always the niggas that they dealing with. Is, it's just crazy because whether the nigga got money or not, it's always like, oh, he don't know how to communicate. You know, he don't know how to, you know, put me first. He don't know how to do this. He like, nigga, we we lacking heavy in the, the male community like you know us men that's trying to court these women a lot of niggas is dropping the motherfucking ball you know like us as men a lot of times like i be telling motherfuckers like nigga the the main thing we need to be advertising to women who we trying to court is the type of person we are like fuck money fuck dick like it, it, it can't be superficial shit you know, because anytime you leave with superficial shit, you get superficial results. When you dealing with a woman like it, it should never be something. So and, and on the other side of that coin, my nigga, you shouldn't be trying to go after a woman for superficial shit. You shouldn't be trying to go super hard at a woman just because of her physical beauty or just because of the money she making. You know, because I, I, I believe in. I don't even know what I'm going to call that shit at the moment. But like, as a man, you bring value just as much as she brings value. So when you dealing with a woman, when you looking at what you should be doing for this woman to acquire this woman, you need to be looking at the value that she's going to provide you just as much as the value that you're going to provide her. You know, so if you're going to do all this and take a woman to a nice restaurant and spend all this money, you need to look at the benefit you're going to get as well, my nigga. Because if you doing all this shit just because she pretty and got a pussy, you got the game fucked up. It's a million women that's pretty with a pussy. Like, I, I look at a woman that's high maintenance, my nigga, as somebody who you should only be trying to do that for if she's of high value like you can't just be out here spending all this money spending all this time on a bitch who acting like she don't even like you my nigga because now you fucking up like you can't be taking a woman to motherfucking you know nobu in malibu or roof chris uh you know fleming steakhouse you done spent all this money and you know she give you a handshake and walk the fuck off like that's out you know like a lot of times the the conversation that y'all have at the table my nigga like you can't be at a restaurant that you done spent all this money on and the whole time y'all sitting at the table she texting she in her phone she taking pictures of the food she taking pictures of everything but your ass now you fucking up she's providing you no value you know like when you get into these interactions when you doing all of this shit like you need to be looking at the the energy she giving you as well as the energy you giving her. Like you can't just be going into these motherfucking situations where you breaking your back for a motherfucker who ain't giving you no rhythm. Like you hustling all the way backwards. You are a sucker in that interaction and you never want to be a sucker in no situation, my nigga. You know, so when it comes to high maintenance women. You know, always shoot for high value women, not high price women. You know, I hate that I could only give y'all niggas like 15 to 20 minutes because I think I got some more for this shit. Like, I really think I might have to um 
like do a whole episode about this shit. Like matter of fact, Rosie, since you in here, Saba, since y'all in here, I think that's what we're going to talk about when I have y'all on the show. I'm finna fucking test draw this motherfucking equipment. And, and we going to get into that when I holler at y'all, man, because you know, I, I feel like that's something that, that, that y'all could have some input on. So, you know, we, we, we going to do that episode at a later date, you know, but to put a bow on that shit, like, you know, when it comes to you fucking with, with women who you look at as high maintenance, and this is something again, like it, it's your maturity level. Like men, when you in your early dating phase, you know, like when you in your early twenties and you know, you, you fresh out of high school, you know, and, and you just out here having fun, have fun. Like th- this ain't the time to be taking women on expensive dates and, you know, walks in the park and all that old shit. Like this is the time when you need to be getting the girl who's fucking not the girl who's pretty. This is the time for you to chase the women who chasing you back. This is the time when you supposed to be looking for who's looking for you. But as far as looking for high quality women, this is for the men who are mature in that dating phase. Like the men who are looking for something real, looking for somebody who they want to build with, you know, and actually themselves ready to build with somebody like nigga. You can't be out here looking for a woman of high quality and you ain't of high quality yourself. You can't be requiring something that you're not offering, you know, like you can't be wanting a Lamborghini with Honda money like you. If you looking for somebody amazing, you yourself have to be amazing in order for you to attract an amazing motherfucker. You know, so when it comes to you shooting for high quality women, high value women, high maintenance women, you got to be the type of motherfucker who's prepared to take care of a high maintenance, high quality motherfucking woman. Like you got to be the type of motherfucker who, you know, you know, when when she want a certain thing, you got to be able to do that certain thing, because when you want a certain thing, she for sure going to be able to do that certain thing for you. You know, reciprocity. I believe in that. I'm big on that. I'm real big on you hook me up. I hook you up and vice versa. You know, like I I don't believe I, I believe that a high maintenance woman a lot of times, you know, like it, it get put in a negative light and I don't really like that you know because I feel like I'm a high maintenance nigga on some real shit I'm high maintenance like you can't just come at me with any old bullshit you can't be any old regular ass bitch to fuck with a nigga like me think I'm just fucking any bitch that say hi to me no I got too much value in myself to just fuck any old woman who come hollering at me to show interest to any old woman who come hollering at me you know, so when it comes to the, the, the high maintenance woman, a lot of times they feel the same way. You know, even when you approach they motherfucking ass like nigga, yeah, some women gonna look straight down at you like nigga. Heh, fuck you. Fuck. Look at you and look at me, nigga. Do, do it really make sense for us to be talking to each other? And me as a man, I be on the same shit. When certain women come talking to me, I'm looking around like. What made you think? That me and you talking made any type of motherfucking sense. I'm going to need you to give me six feet of social motherfucking distancing. Like, no. Hell no. Because I I value myself too motherfucking much to be seen with a motherfucker that's below my level. And this ain't a beauty level, a money level, or none of that shit. Nigga, this is just the type of motherfucking person that, that you are. Because like I said, nigga, I fucked with people who not exactly dying pieces, my nigga. Like, that ain't got nothing to do with it, but... 
If you not on your shit, you don't need to be around me because I like motherfuckers who own their shit. Financially, physically, a motherfucker who take care of themselves, a motherfucker who carry themselves a certain type of way, a motherfucker who got a certain type of conversation. Like, you know, I got to like what the fuck you saying out your mouth. I got to like how you treat motherfuckers. Like, all that shit factors in. You know, but let me not go too deep. You know, I done been an hour, man, and I see a bunch of motherfuckers trying to join my live and shit, like trying to send that little request. I'm going to start going live more, my nigga, because if y'all going to give a nigga that type of energy and shit and we could really have conversation, I'm going to start just going live, not for my podcast, but just to have conversations with motherfuckers. And that might be my interview process for, for niggas to get on my goddamn show because can't everybody just get on too much game, my nigga. Like this is an exclusive motherfucking club. You know, this shit is, this shit ain't just for any motherfucking body, my nigga. Like, if you ain't got true game, if you not a real motherfucker, if you not authentic, my nigga, I can't just be having anybody on this motherfucking show, my nigga. Like, this ain't, this ain't that type of show. I'm not that type of motherfucking person, my nigga. Like, I talk about in this show all the motherfucking time. Like, you gotta look at yourself at a certain motherfucking stature, my nigga. You know, and you can't let motherfuckers that's down here be seen next to you, my nigga. Because, you know, you are a brand and association is a big part of a strong brand. You can't just be associating with sucker sorry motherfuckers and think that people going to look at you at a high standard when they see you with a sorry motherfucker. You know, like as a woman, you don't want to be the woman who every time they see your dude, they be like, how did he get her? Or vice versa, my nigga. Like, you always want to deal with the type of motherfucker who looks like they should be standing to a motherfucker like you. And it ain't always a, a standard of beauty. I know some ugly motherfuckers that got a beautiful ass woman, and you know how he got her because he's on his shit. He's a cool person. He speaks well. He got a good head on his shoulders, and he treats her right. You know, like, that's the type of shit that you need to have. When you're dealing with a beautiful woman, ain't got shit to do with how much money you got or how big your dick is or none of that type of shit. Because at the end of the day, my nigga, there's women dealing with some niggas with some subpar swipes, my nigga. But the dude is a good guy. You know, he treat her like a motherfucking queen. You know, she's the priority in his life. He does everything he's supposed to do to maintain that woman. And they both happy. And, you know, salute to all motherfuckers in all relationships where... They being, you know, reciprocal in in their spoiling of each other. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game podcast, live from the Boom Boom Room once again. If you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media, town E, house media. Support all the Townhouse Media Podcasts. Seriously, not another podcast. Friday nights, 9 p.m. With the super producer, Ben Ready. Shout out to him for this motherfucking sweatshirt. <laughs> all mid motherfucking apparel. You know, shout out to them. Look out for them on Instagram. I'll probably, you know, link them when I drop this shit. Um, you know, the Talk 30 Tuesdays, the Talk 30 Podcast with just Nikki. Every Tuesday, you know, she do her shit. Whenever she get around to it, sometimes early, sometimes late. But just be looking for the motherfuckers on Tuesdays. Also on Tuesday, 6 p.m., the Sports for You podcast with Mark, John Watson, and Nick motherfucking Freeze. You know, one of my favorite fucking sports podcasts. Uh, Wednesdays, 5 p.m., the No Rules podcast with Young Mark and Ill Will. 
them niggas hilarious be on the lookout for that live at five pacific time uh facebook live and youtube um sundays the cat versus dog podcast with myself young dolomite and the celebrity of townhouse media cj chelsea perry you know we we do all relationship shit like how on here every now and then i touch on some relationships that's the show y'all want to hear me talking some relationship shit that's where i talk that shit at on the cat versus dog podcast and i be funny on there i don't be funny on this motherfucker but um yeah you know like comment and subscribe on fucking youtube share 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 this shit you know shout out to everybody who always sharing my show you know dropping links and all that type of shit you know telling your co-workers about the shit you know let motherfuckers know about this game i'll be dropping you know anybody who you know that this this shit could help if you want to help me tell somebody who this could help you know like that's all the support i need i don't need y'all niggas to send me no money and no shit like that nigga i just need y'all to share this shit my nigga tell motherfuckers about this shit um you know follow me on social media at too much game podcast t-o-o much game podcast on instagram at too much game pod number one on twitter follow my personal twitter uh at young dolomite y-u-n-g-d-o-l-e-m-i-t-e and um think that's it my nigga I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.